You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 66. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for joining me for another episode of How Does She Do It, a podcast dedicated to sharing practical insight and honest perspective on being grown. My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, sixth, sixty-sixth time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. The show notes for this week's episode, which are basically the bo- the blog post for the podcast, will be available at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. And there you can find links to connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I am at Tiff South. And that's Tiff with two Fs across Twitter, IG, and Facebook. You can also follow the show at HowDoes underscore SheDoIt. And before we get into the episode, I want to say thank you for your continued ratings and reviews in the Apple Podcast app. If you hadn't had a chance to do so already, please feel free to leave a rating and review in the Apple Podcast app. We are over 140 ratings and reviews, and that is a huge deal for a podcast that is just hosted by little old me. It's no major networks behind me. I'm not a celebrity. I am just a woman with a perspective who wants to share what I know and what I've experienced and what I believe to be hopefully sound counsel with you all. So thank you very much for your support. And if you really enjoy the podcast and want to stay connected between episodes and want to receive continued advice, encouragement through email, you can text how does she do it as one word to 444-999 and you'll be added to the email community. Again, if you text how does she do it as one word to 444-999, you will be added to the email community. And now let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my thoughts on reviews, recommendations, or rejections based on something that I have encountered in pop culture, social media, you know, all of the things. This week, I am recommending Jackie Hill Perry's new album, and it's called Crescendo, and it's available wherever you can stream or download music. And if you've been listening to the show for a long time, you know that I'm a... a I don't want to call myself a hip hop head because I think I feel like that title is reserved for people who are like students of hip hop and who know ins and outs of like like artists and lyrics and all that kind of stuff. But I love hip hop and I have been on a quest to find and listen to dope hip hop that is faith filled that is by Christians who are talking about Christ who are talking about God and talking about positive things and being real at the same time and there are a lot of really really great names who I've come across in kind of diving into this community but Jackie Hill Perry is a woman who she's a poet she's a speaker she's a writer she has the forthcoming book coming out she has spoken word albums she is a part of a group of poets who travel the country and the world actually called and they do a show called poets in autumn and it's I went uh, here in Philadelphia last year and it was just, it was so good. So I encourage you to check out Jackie Hill Perry's album. I'll put a link in the show notes to her album. It's called Crescendo. I've been listening to it on Apple Music. And um, let me know how you listen to music. Do you listen to Spotify? Are you a Apple Music person? Are you a, um, ooh, I'm sitting here forgetting the name (laughs) 
the name of Jay-Z's. Title, dear goodness. I don't know why I was going to, I was thinking tribe. That's not right. It Title is what Jay-Z, um, his streaming company. But anyway, let me know how you listen to music. Check out Jackie Hill Perry. Check out Crescendo and... Don't be afraid to listen to Christian hip hop because it's kind of dope. There's a lot, there's some, just like regular, just like hip hop in general, there are some real whack artists out there. There are whack artists out there too in Christian hip hop. So, um, and I mean, that's no shade. I'm not a rapper, but I, I think that, you know, I can say that and it's okay. But um, yeah, check it out. And I, I have a lot of other thoughts about things that are happening in, <laughs> in pop culture and in social media, but I just, I just can't even get into the, and not even just pop culture, but just this country in general, more people calling, more white people calling police on black people because black people are being black in places that some white people don't think they should be in. Just, it just is a lot of things happening. So I have tried, I'm starting to take a posture of, recognizing that we really have to pray for ourselves when it comes to our protection, when it comes to the way that we are perceived, when it comes to the way that we have to handle ourselves and deal with the negativity and deal with the racism, both overt and covert in this country. And we also have to pray for the hearts of people. We have to pray for our own hearts and we have to pray for the hearts of other people because we are living in a a time that I think our parents, our grandparents, our elders, they recall times like this. But there is something different, at least something that I've never experienced in my lifetime, in my uh, over 30 years on this earth. I just celebrated a birthday and um, I'm a little excited about that. But anyway, so I, yeah, we just have to really, we have to be really vigilant and not be ashamed to speak out against what is not appropriate and what is injustice. And I ended up talking about that longer than I even planned to, but just continue to be vigilant, be prayerful, and don't be afraid to speak up or voice your opinion about injustice that you observe and the way that that injustice impacts you on a daily basis. Because that's the other challenge that we have as black people who many of us work in majority white spaces and it becomes a complicated conversation when you're not feeling so hot because you've just witnessed a yet another person, you know, via vicarious trauma, via the watching the videos of people being harassed, being shot, being killed, being injured, all of these things. We're carrying this with us every day. So it's okay to not be okay when someone asks you. It's okay to not necessarily want to talk about it either. And I feel like I've had to say this so many times over the course of me having this podcast, but take care of yourself, prioritize your self-care and ask for what you need from the people you need it from when it comes to support, when it comes to help, when it comes to conversation, a place to vent, all of those things. Don't be afraid to ask for what you need. And with that, that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. Today, I want to talk about why you haven't made a move toward your goal. One simple answer to that could be fear, but we all know it's much more complicated than that. 
And this realization came to me when I was at the gym earlier this week. And if you follow me on, on IG at Tiff South, Tiff with two Fs, and you watch my, my stories on Instagram, you know that I get up early most days of the week to go to the gym. And I want to start by saying this, your progress is waiting for you to make the first move. So let me tell you this story. I was at the gym earlier this week and I was doing this exercise that I had been doing for a while now. And this workout is called a kettlebell lunge. And you, if you Google it, you'll be able to see, and I'll, I'll even put a video in the show notes in case you care to see what it looks like. But basically you're doing a regular lunge, but you also have a kettlebell over one of your shoulders and you're doing kind of like a shoulder press with the kettlebell. So you're pushing the kettlebell up in the air while you're lunging forward. And this exercise is something that I used to avoid like the plague. And let me tell you why. So my gym, it's not a, you know, it's a kind of no frills kind of gym. It has some pieces of some equipment and not pieces of others. And we have a very limited number of kettlebells. And every once in a while, you'll see the random 10 pound kettlebell. There's only one of them. And most days you can't find it. But we have a 25 pound kettlebells. We have a 35 pound kettlebell and we have a 50 pound kettlebell. And back in January, when I got this workout plan from my trainer, I was like, all right, cool. So how many pounds should I use? And I was like, my gym doesn't really have anything much lighter than 20 pound, 25 pounds on a regular basis. And he was like, all right, just use 25 pounds. And I was like, yeah, oh, sure. Okay. But I was like, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so the first time I go to try and do this workout, I go to try and find the 10 pound dump, uh, kettlebell. I couldn't find it. So instead I go to the 25 pound kettlebell that I had been using to do other kettlebell activities with. And I pick it up, I try to throw it on my shoulder and I'm like, nah, I'm good. So I just skipped the workout altogether. I went through, I did my kettlebell swings. I did the kettlebell squats. I did all these other things with the 25 pound kettlebell, but I would not do this kettlebell lunge with the press with the 25 pound kettlebell. And I I probably skipped this for probably eight or it had to have been more than eight workouts. I probably didn't do it for well over a month of trying to do, uh, maybe, maybe even two. Um, if my trainer is listening to this, which he probably isn't, um, I'm doing it now. So please be proud of me anyway. So I got comfortable with the 25 pound kettlebell for all the other exercise that I was doing. And then I finally decided, I was like, all right, let me try and see if I can do this kettlebell lunge if I can do this lunge with this kettlebell. I tried the lunge again with the 25 pounds and I struggled. I got to two and I was like, no, I'm not doing this again. Mind you, the set that I'm supposed to do is eight. So I'm supposed to do eight repetitions of this exercise with this kettlebell on one side. So it's a total of 16 with this 25 pound kettlebell. And when I started this story, I started the story saying that this past week I have been able to do eight kettlebell lunges with the 25 pound kettlebell. Not perfectly, but I'm able to get to the thing that I was afraid and refused to do for so long. And the point of me sharing this story is it's not because I want you to go out and try and do, you know, kettlebell lunges with 25 pound kettlebell. Point is that your progress is waiting for you to show up and try. It's not waiting for you to be perfect. It's not waiting for you to have everything right or 
all your ducks lined up in a row. It's waiting for you to give yourself a chance. And most of us assume that we know what we can and cannot do based on what we've done before in the past. And we use our past experiences, we use our own failures, we use other people's experiences, we use other people's quote-unquote wisdom and their quote-unquote advice. And so we don't even show up to do the thing that we want to do or the thing that we know is the first step to take us to that next part of our goal, to that next objective. But when you show up, you give yourself a chance to actually make progress and that progress is never, we put this burden on, our, on ourselves that that progress have to look, has to look like perfection the first time we do something. And so that fear of not being perfect keeps us standing still. And what's so powerful about showing up and just putting in the effort the first time is that the benefits that you get from taking that one step the first time go so much beyond than just the action itself. So in this instance, talking, going back to the, the kettlebell story that I was telling you, it looks like all I'm doing is a lunge and a shoulder press with this kettlebell. But in reality, this exercise is testing my core. It's improving and testing my stability. It's stretching out other muscles that I don't even know the name of. They relate to my hips and my back and hamstrings and all that kind of stuff. It's working out my back muscles. It's testing my posture and forcing me to sit straight up and throw and put my shoulders back in a different way and put my chest out as I'm trying to, to balance my body. It's testing my balance. But at first, all I thought I was doing was trying to pick up a 25 pound kettlebell and I was avoiding doing that thing. And therefore I was also not getting the benefit, the unintended benefits that come from doing something that I've never done before. We often just see the activity that's right in front of us that we've built up in our mind to be so challenging, so daunting, so heavy that if you don't get it right the first time, if it's not perfect the first time, then the world's going to come crum crashing down. Then you're not going to be able to achieve your goal. You're not going to be able to get past it. Like there are all these things that we build up. And so by just avoiding picking up the 25 pound kettlebell, I am risking not improving in so many other areas, not testing my stability, not testing my core, not strengthening my core, not testing my balance and improving my balance. All of these other things that I didn't even know were things that this situation was actually set up to do. I was just stuck on that one thing. I was stuck on the very first thing. So my question to you is, what is the 25 pound kettlebell that you have been avoiding? What is the action that you've been sidestepping or not doing or delaying or putting off to the side or waiting until you're quote unquote ready or waiting till you have everything lined up and whatever everything is, right? There's always something else that we could be waiting to do before we try to do that thing. I could do a hundred burpees. I could do all kinds of things before I went to go pick up that, that 25 pound kettlebell. And then I could have found another set of things for me to do that would keep me from moving forward. The second question that I have for you is, what progress are you robbing yourself of by not taking that one action you are avoiding or you're sidestepping or you're delaying? And when you're thinking about this question, I want you to think about the benefits that you could be gaining by taking that action. Think about the value that you're not getting, the lessons you're not getting, the lessons you're not learning 
because you haven't taken this action. So flip that and think about what are the unintended possibilities that come as a result of you doing this thing. What is the upside of you taking this first step? What is the thing that you will gain by taking this action that you can't gain by standing still right now? That's what I want you to think about. The third question that I want to ask you is, what is stopping you right now? Is it fear? Is it lack of resources? Lack of support? Lack of accountability? It could be any number of things, but I want you to think about what that thing is. And the fourth question I want you to ask yourself, what is one small thing you could do to move towards action? Maybe it's ask for help. Maybe it's just starting. Maybe it's outlining the steps of the things that you need to do. Maybe it's seeking an accountability partner. And I asked these these four questions and they're reflection questions, but I've also created a downloadable worksheet that has these questions listed in some of the notes that I've mentioned so that you can actually write these things down, that you can actually work through these things and think about them. And you can share some of your reflections with me. You can send an email to Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoItPodcast.com. But in order for you, um, if you, in order for you to get the download, you should text how does she do it as one word to 444-999 so you can get this worksheet, so you can have these questions. Because I know most of us are listening to the podcast. Most of us, I'm not listening to the podcast. You're listening to the podcast. Most of you are listening to podcasts while you're doing other things. So you might not be able to write those questions down, but I want to read them for you again, just so you can hear them and you can think about them. What is the 25 pound kettlebell that you have been avoiding? Said another way, what is that action that you have been sidestepping or avoiding or denying or putting off or delaying until you insert excuse here? The second question is, what progress are you robbing yourself of by not taking that action that you are avoiding? I want you to think about the benefits that you could gain by taking the action and therefore the lessons and the value that you are robbing yourself of by not taking it. The third thing I want you to do is think about what is stopping you right now. Identify that thing that is holding you back, be it fear, lack of support, lack of resources, lack of knowledge, maybe it's um, lack of accountability, whatever that thing is. I want you to spell it out and think about it. And it could be more than one thing and that's okay. And the fourth question is, what is one small thing you could do to move towards action? That might mean asking for help. It might mean just starting and just ripping the Band-Aid off. It might mean laying out the different steps that you have swimming around in your mind that are keeping you from, that are making you feel a little overwhelmed before you take that step forward. And I want to leave you with something actionable. And it's going to be simple. There's no real magic. There's no hidden ball here. There's no hidden prize. It's really simple. But it feels impossible because we've built up this narrative in our mind that makes this thing so difficult. But the solution really is to just start, to just try. After I rolled my eyes at that 25-pound kettlebell for weeks, eventually I had just picked it up. And true, it was after some time of me getting more comfortable with the weight, me doing other things, me building myself up to it. But eventually I just started. And my first attempts were shady. I got to two or three repetitions and it turned me into fighting through 
eight repetitions that are still pretty shady, but I, I'm stronger now. Why? Because I took the first step, because I tried to begin with. I didn't expect myself to be able to get to eight in one shot. Once I built myself up to it, once I walked up to it and said, you know what, I'm just going to try and see what happens. And over time, I got better at it. And it wasn't because I, you know, was perfect. It wasn't because everything had aligned up. I just tried. I just showed up. And when you give yourself the option to succeed because you tried, you'd never know what you're actually capable of doing. You might surprise yourself. But the longer you sit and wait, the longer you sit and perseverate, as my, as my friend likes to say, the longer you sit and think about all of the things that could go wrong or why I haven't done this and start to and continue to guilt yourself for staying where you are right now, the more difficult it will be to dispel the untruth that is that is built into that narrative that you've been telling yourself. So I'm going to ask you, what kettlebell will you pick up this week? What thing will you face this week that you have not been facing before? And I'm interested to hear from you. Send me an email, Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoAPodcast.com. Let me know what you are struggling with. Let me know what is holding you back right now. And let me know how I can support you. Because the last thing that I want you to do as you listen to this podcast is to feel like there's something that you can't do because there's something there's blo- something blocking you. I want to be able to help you think through it. I want to be able to help you walk through it. Because there are so few things that we are not capable, that we can't do, right? If we actually give ourselves a chance but so many of us get so stuck in our heads that we never give ourselves a chance and so then what happens you prove yourself right if you think you can't do something and you never try to do it you prove yourself right and then that begins the self-fulfilling prophecy then that begins the cycle where you have never even given yourself a chance to disprove that quote-unquote truth that you've been telling yourself but when you approach that thing when you take that step forward, when you give yourself a chance to succeed and give yourself a chance to just start and release yourself from the idea and the pressure that you have to be perfect the first time, then you end up getting stronger. You end up gaining things and gaining value and gaining lessons and experiences that you did not know you could, that you didn't even know were going to be a product of you taking this step forward. So I encourage you to pick up your 25 pound kettlebell this week, walk up to that thing that you have been avoiding and denying and, and putting off and avoiding and building up this monster narrative in your mind around. And I encourage you to face it today and face it. And you don't have to face it by yourself. Like I said, send me an email, Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoAPodcast.com and let me know what that thing is because sometimes it's hard to deal with things on our own. It's hard to face things when we feel like we're the only one or there's no one in our corner. I'm in your corner. Straight up, I'm in your corner because I have people in my corner. And the only way that I've been able to get to where I am now is because of the people in my corner. It's because people have believed in me when I didn't believe in myself and they've spoken life into me and they've pointed me to what God says about me. And they've pointed me to the evidence from my own life that has showed that things that were meant to meant to harm me only made me better. Things that were meant not things that people told me were not meant for me, I still ended up gaining. Why? Because they were a part of God's plan for me. And that is not just true for me. That's not my unique story. That story is true for you too. I promise you, if you look at your own life, you'll be able to see examples of kettlebells you've already picked up. You've already 
you've already blown the expectations off of certain things that you've already done, but there's this new thing in your way now. And I encourage you to hark back on the evidence that you've already had, that you've already proven, that you've already demonstrated, that will tell you, that shows you, you are so much bigger and better than that thing that's standing right in front of you right now. And the first step to addressing it is literally just to try. That's the first step. And that first step leads to another step towards progress. That first repetition leads to a second. It leads to a third. And eventually you complete a whole set. So I want you to think about the kettlebell that you've been avoiding picking up this week. And I want you to face it head on. And I want to hear from you. And I want to know how are you planning to address the thing that you've been avoiding? What step do you need to take this week to move yourself towards the thing that you've been trying, that you know you want to do and that you've been avoiding doing? What's the thing that you're going to do? What's the thing that needs to change in order for this action to become a reality for you? What benefits might you be able to see that you didn't anticipate as a result of you trying this thing that you have wanted to do but have been hesitant to do? What resources do you need to call upon and seek out and and put around you in order to make this thing your reality? This thing is not bigger than you. Whatever you're avoiding is not bigger than you. It is something that you are already equipped with what you need to do right now in order to make that happen. You have access to the people and to the resources and to the information. Even if you might not know it off the top of your head right now, but I promise you if you start to seek it, you'll find it. I promise you if you ask for help, someone will give it to you. I've offered myself as a resource to help you talk through or think through or move forward in what in whatever it is is challenging you right now. So actually, I'm going to, this is something I didn't even think, I wasn't even planning to do, but I'm going to put in the show notes of this week's episode, a link to schedule a 10 minute call from me to talk about this very thing. I want to hear from you and I want to connect with you and I want to help you move past this thing because there is so much greatness that exists within us that we do not realize and that we never see move forward because we get stuck in this place right now. We look at that thing, we built up the narrative in our mind, and we just can't move past what we think is so great when in reality, we already have what we need in order to make this thing move, in order to make this thing happen, in order to move closer to the goals that we have. So I want to hear from you. Visit com to schedule a call with me and let's see how we can move you forward towards that thing that you are wanting to achieve and wanting to see change and move in your life. Got a little fired up there. I didn't see that coming, but um, thank you for listening to episode 66 of How Does She Do It? I mentioned in the earlier in the show that if you want to get the download that comes with this week's episode, text how does she do it as one word to 444-999. And in addition to being able to get the download, I also am opening up my calendar to schedule 10 minute conversations with me to talk about what is what is something right now that is keeping you from moving forward? What is the block? What is that thing that you're trying to do, but there's something keeping you from taking that next step? What is the 25 pound kettlebell that you've been avoiding? What is the thing that you have been denying or waiting for perfect for or pretending it doesn't really matter to you as much as you as much as it really does? What is that thing that is keeping you from moving in the direction that you want to? 
move. I would love to hear from you. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for your continued ratings and reviews. Share this episode with someone who you think will benefit and who will enjoy it. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing. Peace.